What is up, guys? You are listening to the Montreal Madness Podcast with your host, Tony Montreal. So if you ever watched the show Seinfeld, there's an episode called um, Festivus, and part of Festivus is the airing of grievances. Uh, so this is what this episode is going to be all about, the airing of grievances, just like the episode of Festivus on the show Seinfeld. Um, just got back home from the Penn State-Michigan game today. What a fucking pathetic performance I just witnessed once again from a James Franklin-led Nittany Lion team. Uh, this so-called um, greatest team that Franklin's ever had in his 10 years. Well, this is what I have to say to that. <laughs> Just a fucking goose egg. That's all this game was. You, you know, like from Right from the start, whatever, Penn State went up 3-0. Um, it was, after that, it was non-competitive. It wasn't a game. You know... Yeah, the final score is 24-15, but if you watch that game, it, it, it wasn't a game. Michigan controlled that whole game from start to finish. Um, it's as simple as that. You know, I'm at the point now where I'd rather have a three, four-score lead and blow it in the fourth quarter than to just get steamrolled like this constantly. Just, you're never in it. You're not competitive. And the only reason why... The score looks the way it does is because of the defense. Yes, the defense gave up 145 yards on the ground today. I understand that. But overall, they did enough to let Penn State's offense dictate the rest of the game. And boy, oh boy, did Penn State's offense ever dictate the game. Just no movement on offense whatsoever. Dumb plays, dumb mistakes, absolutely terrible. And it all falls on James Fraudulent. That's his new name. Not Franklin anymore. No, he doesn't deserve that. He doesn't even deserve me to announce his own name. No, it's James Fraudulent. He is a fraud. I'm tired of being the nice guy here. The nice guy who's like, yeah, you know what? Here's an excuse, the reason why Penn State isn't good. Here's another excuse, the reason why, oh, they don't have the money. Blah, 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 blah. They don't have this. They don't have that. Oh, I'm tired of acting like little bitches, uh, you know, supporting a team who's a bunch of little bitches who when the going gets tough, they put their tail between them, their freaking legs, and they scurry away. I'm tired of it. I'm done. This is pathetic. This is bullshit. You know, the offense. Here, let's bring up these offensive stats here. Let me pull this up here, because guess what? They're not good. Let's see here. Go to ESPN. Scores. Come on now. Freaking load. Let's go. Here we go. 24-15. Let's look at the box score here, shall we? You know, J.J. McCarthy. He only threw it eight times. He only threw it eight times. That's it. That tells me whenever you win by two scores and your quarterback only throws it eight times, that means you have no freaking respect for the other team. You have no respect for the other team. And why, And you know, why should Michigan have respect for Penn State? You know, they know that Penn State's a bunch of little bitches. Why do they need to throw the ball 20, 30 times and possibly get a turnover? Why? You know, they had 46 rushes. For 227 yards, McCorum had 145 yards 
145 yards of ground on his own. That's what I meant to say earlier. McCorum had 145 yards in the ground by himself. Even despite that, though, they only scored 24 points. Here's where the real measurable stick is here. It's on offense. Aller, 10 for 22 for a measly 70 yards. That's it. Yet, Catron Allen, 72 yards. Aller, he had 10 rushes for 49 yards. And then Singleton, 13 for 43. Just pathetic. In a, in a, in a game now where the game is predicted around the quarterback... I know it's more so in the NFL than in college, but damn, when your number one recruit is 10 for 22 for 70 freaking yards passing. Now, you can blame Mike Yurchlich or whatever the hell you pronounce his last name all you want. Guess what? Franklin's the one to hired him. Franklin is the one who okays the game plan, the offensive game plan, the defensive game plan. He's the one who dictates how the game is called. That's on him. That's on him. If Franklin says, no, I don't like your game plan, do something else, he has that authority. Man, every time they get into these big games, it's nothing but let's play not to lose rather than to win. You know, they, they like even in their post-game pressers from Franklin and the players themselves, this is the scary part. They all said that, oh, we lost to the number one and number three team in the country, and that's the reason why they lost. I'm paraphrasing, of course, but Franklin said it himself. Oh, we lost to the number one and number three teams in the country. He started his interview saying that. You had the quarterback say, oh, it was a close game. It's just the margin of victory is so is so minuscule. It's so on the edge. They're, they're, that's the sad part, and that's the terrifying part, is that they think that they were actually in the game, and they weren't. They weren't in the game at all, and they think they were. That is that is what's most terrifying terrifying as a Penn State fan. If you are a Penn State fan and you listen to that, that has got to be a big no-no in your head. I mean, that is just, I mean, you're fooling yourself. You're, you're damn... You're damn right fooling yourself in the thinking that that was, you know, such a close game and that it was just a mistake here and there is what cost you the game. They weren't in it. Yeah, the final score might be a little deceiving, 24 to 15. But damn, they weren't in that game at all. Just so many boneheaded mistakes. I mean, I'm, I'm flabbergasted right now of how pathetic that was. And this just only proves my point. Like I said, I'm tired of being nice here. Franklin's got to go. You, Someone with a buku amount of money, please save the program. Please save it. It's not going anywhere. I'm tired as a Penn State fan beating up on shit schools in the Big Ten and then losing to the, to the big boys and then thinking it's all great and dandy. It's not. It's not. It's downright pathetic to think that, to think that th what's going on here the past five years is okay because it's not and it's the same thing over and over again nothing nothing's changing nothing is changing right now it's status quo it's staying the same nine and three ten and two with a new year six bull bid that's it that's what it's been that's what it's been for the past five or so years it's downright pathetic right now as a penn state fan how can you be satisfied with it like I said, I'm tired of the excuses of, oh, you know, if you want to have a national championship team, you gotta, you got to have a bigger program. you got to you know, pour more money into the program. I know a lot of freaking people. I, I, I shouldn't say that. I don't know a lot of people. But there are people who put in a lot of, you know, 
big amounts of money into the into the program. Penn State's not a poor university. They're not. They're, they're not. There's 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 no excuses. There's literally no excuses, especially when you have a uh, quote unquote you know players coach and a great recruiter as Franklin is made out to be. When you have that type of a coach who is so and so a players coach who understands the players, understands you know um, you know how they think and how they feel and everything. When you have a guy who recruits, quote unquote, is a really good recruiter, they shouldn't be in this position. I'm not saying they need to beat Ohio State, Michigan every single year for me to be satisfied. But when you don't beat them at all, especially when they're at the top of the country, you got to be able to upset those teams once every while. Once a while. I'm not asking for it every year. I'm saying one year you beat one of Michigan or Ohio State, um, one of them, one time every other year. That's all I'm asking for. You can't even give me that. You can't even give me that. It's so bad. Penn State needs to cut the cord in this guy as soon as possible. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. The 12-team playoff happens next year. If Penn State gets in it, if you think that they're going to win a college football playoff game, they're not. Because they have to play a top team. Don't you understand? They're playing an Ohio State-Michigan type caliber team if they're making the 12-team the college football playoff next year. And if you think that they are beating one like a, a caliber team like those two teams I just mentioned, they're not going to do it. They're not. Like, how many times do you have to see it on the field yourself, witness, witnessing it with your own two eyes, for you to finally understand it? It's not happening. I'm sorry, there's no more excuses anymore. There's not. I'm tired of hearing of them. I'm tired of, whenever we play a big school, everybody in the national media thinks we're little bitches. Because we are. Penn State is a bunch of little bitches. That's all we are. That's what everybody thinks outside of State College. Is Penn State, when it comes down to it, when they play the big teams, they're a bunch of little bitches who hide and put their tails in between their legs. And guess what? No more than four hours ago, we just did it again. For the thousandth time now, it feels like. When is enough enough? That's what I'm asking you right now. When is enough enough? Like I said, I've been trying so hard even this year, so hard to understand that, yeah, you know, we're not the same caliber as Ohio State, Michigan, blah, blah, blah. I'm tired of that bullshit now. I am. Like I said, it's one thing if you go, you know, if you're playing Michigan today, you're up by two or three scores or whatever, and you blow the lead. At least you made it competitive. At least you had them. At, at, at least you're playing up to their level. Penn State's not even playing at their level right now. They're They're... They're obviously a tier or two below the top teams in the country. They can't even make it competitive. We see all these upsets happening around the country to the top 10 teams in the country. You know, we've saw the Oklahoma this year, you know, for an example. They lost to Kansas. I mean, come on. Why can't Penn State do that? Why can't they ever beat a top team without it being a fluke play like in 2016 with the block field goal? Outside of that fluke play... Franklin actually has nothing on his resume. He doesn't have that Big Ten title. He doesn't have that um, uh, win over a top five ranked opponent. He doesn't have any of that. All off a of one fluke play. That's what has made James Franklin's career in Penn State thus far. It's off a of one fluke play. That's it. Damn, I'm sick and tired of it. When are you going to be sick and tired of it? 
And thank God for the, I, I've listened to all the interviews. Well, not all of them, but I've listened to some of the interviews today after the game. The reporters aren't taking shit either. And thank God. Thank you for those reporters out there who are telling Franklin, why did you go for two? That was such a boneheaded move. You know, what's it going to take for you to finally beat Ohio State and Michigan? The reporters aren't taking shit anymore, and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And I hope they keep it up game after game after game. Because every ounce of hate, every ounce of anger directed toward James Franklin is fully justified now. Now it is officially fully justified. Again, this is supposed to be his best year in 10 years with the program. His best players, his best defense, his best offensive line, his best quarterback. And he still lost to Ohio State and Michigan in miserable fashion. Yes, I know when you look at the box score and the final score says 24-15, or like a couple weeks ago against Ohio State it said 20-12, the score does not show actually show how the game actually went. Michigan had complete control of that game. From start to finish, so did Ohio State back a couple weeks ago. When is it going to change? The new AD, Pat Kraft, needs to just bite the freaking bullet, eat the money, and ask the proud alumni, hey, if you want to get better, we're going to fire him. You know what? It's going to suck, but hey, if you're willing to give us more money, we'll do it. Please, that is the direction this program needs to go. If you want to see Penn State take that, not just a leap, they're they're not even a leap away from being uh, contenders for the national title. They're two, three, four. They're multiple leaps away. If you want to take that leap, it's going to take Pat Kraft, the gross of nuts, the new AD, to fire Franklin and to ask this proud alumni who is so starved, who is who is starving for relevancy, just not even a championship, just relevancy, that, hey, we can beat and compete against the top teams in the country. They're willing to put that extra money in there to make up for the horrendous 10-year, $80 million contract that that bitch Sandy Barber gave Franklin. They're willing to do it. Pat Kraft, it's up to you to be able to grow some nuts and fire him. I'm done. I know I've said that before, but I keep picking Penn State to win these games just because I'm a Penn State fan. I'm a Penn State alumni. Man, it is getting sickening, downright sickening, to go to these games and to watch them just lay an egg like that. Like I said, I'd rather them go up two, three scores and blow it in the fourth quarter. Because guess what? At least that means it's competitive. This is just downright sad and pathetic. There's my area of grievances. That's where I lie with Penn State right now after the game. I'm done. Have a good day, everybody.